Blog Talk Radio. And everybody should know that's how love goes. It's good for the soul. Oh, I got a long way to go, but it won't stop the pain. No, no. That's the kind of thing that keeps me coming. Good evening, good evening. Now I was I was to press the button, right? Then when the red goes dim, then you're on. We're on. Are we? We're live. Yes. We should be. I'm not, but you are. Yeah, too. Okay. Let me turn it up a little. Give me a little volume. That would be just a little bit. That would be number uh, three, I believe. Number three. Yeah, number three. Thank you. Thank you. All right. All right. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. Welcome. Just tuning in live to the Healthy Soul Talk Show with your girl, your favorite therapist, Dr. Kimberly Thomas. Welcome. I hope you've had an amazing day so far. Uh, We have a very good topic this evening. And um, if you're tuning in live on Blog Talk Radio, of course, if you want to call in and um, give us your uh, comments or concerns or questions, you can dial 323 eight seven zero four three seven five again that's three two three eight seven zero four three seven five press one to join us and of course welcome um to uh facebook live and again uh, if you're tuning in we really appreciate it and if you like love or share this video um it means the world to us and you can follow us on all social media platforms at Healthy Soul Talk. If you want to email the show with any um, proposed topics or any questions you have about the counseling process, or if you just need to talk, you can email us at hst at ttlomedia.net. Again, it's hst at ttlomedia.net. All right. Again, welcome. Um, how are you all doing, Dr. King and, and Ms. Latanya? And how, how are you doing today? There we go. I'm doing well. You doing well? Yeah. I'm very good. good. Very good. Yeah. <laughs> what? I was checking my mic out. My mic didn't sound nice, but it sounds okay now. All it's right. okay. You want to no, no, I'm good. I'm good. Uh, uh-uh, I think I'm good. If she I'm, say I'm, if she good over there, you good. Let me see. Mic check. Mic check. Mic check. 
Hold on. Oh yeah, we good. I'm good. I see the I see the, the, the indicator over there. I'm good. All right. All right. Uh, so we have to check in, right, Miss Latanya? How was your Mother's Day? I know it's kind of late in the week, but you know. <laughs> it was okay. It was. Come on now. You said, how was your Mother's Day? And you said it was nothing My to write home about. Was, okay. Did your son bring you some flowers to church? Yes, he did. He came to church. And brought you some flowers girl, to church. The, the girl sent me a dry text message. Okay. Dry? <laughs> 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 Happy Mother's Day. That's, that's dry. Oh, like, you know, you don't get no words in hand. It's like, you know, they didn't. They didn't all out there sentimental, like, you know, like, I'm the oh, best mom in the world, yay. like, I'm a father. It's like, yeah! That girl, like, all right. I guess you birthed me. Right. Thank you for giving my daddy some. Yeah. That's pretty you much how that is. Lead in the mix. Appreciate you giving my daddy a little bit. <laughs> Thanks for not going funny. to the clinic. I mean, what's that? What, that was, That's pretty much how. Is that how it sounds? Oh, you said? come on! Yeah. Ooh, Lord. Maybe she feels like she, she's no, she's a daddy's girl. Totally, we, we're totally different. She's a daddy's girl. She, you know, oh, so no, she gets, she, she, she yeah, she gets. Uh, no, she thinks about him like you know, like she, she's gotten as far as to get the, get in the car. Has he ever gotten the car? No. Oh, <laughs> got it. Okay. At least, okay. at least the purchase was made. <laughs> And everything, but she has owes to her father. Oh, dad, dad. Um, all right, then. I'm all right. Okay. I'll be all right. I got the boy. Mm-hmm. I got the That's boy. That's right. Right. They go all out. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Very good. Very good. Well, you know, mine was okay, too. Well, you know what? This is what happened. <laughs> Your daughter went upstairs to go to she sleep. She left the Again. building. This is like her third time. You ain't learned nothing yet. She said, I have a couple of errands to run. Oh, she about to go. See, she about to go. Uh, what, what's WC statement? About to check something out. Yeah, check something out. Yeah, I'll be back. I'm gonna check something out. She was gone, and I was like, okay, I have to get dinner started, right? Because my mom's coming over, and I'm just peeling potatoes, boiling eggs, baking chicken. <laughs> I was going to ask you about your Thanksgiving meal, I mean, your Mother's Day meal, but it was about to sound depressing because I forgot you not eating real food. So. It, let me just say, uh, <laughs> like, I that diet went, went out the Collard window. Green. Oh, what happened? It went out the window. Oh, bless God. Uh, bless God for before it going out the window. Oh, <laughs> because for whom all blessings flow. E-K-O-C. Huh? That's, that's how you get back to because my daughter wanted she she wanted to do this creamy mac and cheese, right? Mm-hmm. And I once she pulled out all the ingredients, I said that's a wrap. Like <laughs> it's about to be just non healthy at all. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So so she that is the only thing she came back to do. And and, and she put it in the oven, set the timer, and mm-hmm. said, "Wake me up." When the when the time goes off. Mm. All right, wake me up before you go go. Like, <laughs> 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 well, I, every time you tell me about her, I just 
all I hear is, ah, sucker. Because <laughs> this is your third time. Got him. Right. This is your third time where she done went. Yeah. She done went. Yes. She done skipped off. Yes. Or went or, or went upstairs on you, and then everything takes place at her home. I uh, and I guess to to some extent, when she 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 calls herself warning me ahead of time, I I'm like, nah, you're not gonna do that. Mm. She don't believe that me grief. Mm. What I heard her say is, mm. you a whole psycho. Mm. <laughs> you keep going for the okie doke. She ain't not a good fruit inspector. Mm. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so so yes, but it it was it was pretty pretty decent, pretty decent. All right, so let's. Thank you for joining us. Uh, tuning in live. Good evening, Shionte, Tiffany, Marveline. Um, come on in. So, you know, we always start the top of the show with spiritual connect points. We do? Oh, just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Now, I will say, right, mm-hmm. this, this particular question, mm-hmm. I struggle with. Mm. <laughs> Just with the words, right? Mm-hmm. So, so, so I know I'm gonna have to to explain a little bit more uh, in terms of you know how, what I was thinking. So, the spiritual connect point question is: How do you handle spiritual disappointment? Mm. And for me, um, you know, I'll give the short story. Like I, I, um, uh, Shante. <laughs> Mm-hmm. You know, I'm gonna oh, because you, you pronounced all the words, right? All the letters. All the letters. Pronunciation. Right. She used proper diction. <laughs> um, Should be all right. Go ahead. Um, so, how do you just handle spiritual disappointment? And, um, you know, there's a lot that's been going on for the past, let's just say for the past four years, right, in mm-hmm. the world. And many people have... Um, felt like, you know, God wasn't hearing their prayers or, you know, he, he was saying no, right? Or or just, you know, not feeling like um, God was giving them the blessings, right, that they were looking for or the life, mm-hmm. right, that they envisioned. But for me, um, you know, I always question myself about can I, um, um, can I tell God that I'm disappointed in what he's doing in my life or Mm. what he gave me. Right. Mm. Because in my mind, you know, and it's just me, this is just me. Mm -hmm. I always felt like, you know, how, how can you tell God you're disappointed in something that he's done or allowed to happen when you, you probably disappoint him. (laughs) Right. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like that. Wow. How, how do you do that? And this is just me. So I never really, um, you know, over the years, right. Had that conversation like, okay, God, I know you gave this to me or you, you know, set my life up right in this particular stage. Um, I don't like it or I'm disappointed because I was looking for something. I never actually prayed like that, right? Mm -hmm. But I always heard, right? I always Mm -hmm. heard, you know, these statements about, um, you know, God, people who talk to God, right? Mm -hmm. Say how they're disappointed, right? In God. And I think I struggled with this question because I couldn't say out loud that question of, how can you um, tell God you're disappointed in him? Right. Cause I was doing like these Google searches just to make sure I pose a question that's clear. Okay. But I just, I struggle with that question. Like, you know, first is there such thing as, can you be disappointed in God? Mm. And did you right? find anything? In God. Huh? Did you find I anything? Did, it was more blogs, right? Okay. So, so not a lot of 
scripture, right? Mm. That was supported, you know, with the blog. Mm-hmm. But you know, I, I got the angle of it, right? Mm-hmm. And so, um, um, so then, you know, I was like, you know, I'm just gonna post a question like this because there's a lot going on and people are disappointed, mm-hmm. right? And, and I think I was associated. I I don't ever want God to feel like I'm ungrateful, mm. or, you know. Um, he doesn't know what's best for me because I'm here to tell you there's some some things that I've asked him for and he didn't give it to me or he didn't make it happen. And I did it anyway. And I saw why he didn't mm-hmm. <laughs> allow it to happen. Right. So for me, I've just had my experiences. Mm-hmm. Right. I've been in situations where I didn't understand why I was going through certain things only for it to make me stronger in my relationship. Mm-hmm. So I grew right more in understanding how God works. But I never really had that 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 closeness of, you know, it being okay to pray to God mm-hmm. if you're disappointed, right, in something mm-hmm. that He's allowed or it's a part of His will for you to go mm-hmm. through. So that was just me. But but now I hear a lot of people questioning, right? They're going to the extent of, well, because I'm disappointed in God or I'm mad at God, um, now I question if He should be in my life, mm. right? I question. You know, because this happened, does does he even exist, mm-hmm. right? You know, and, and so so that's kind of where I posted. And then I, I finally today I was like, okay, you know, let, to to strengthen what I was saying, I found this question: mm-hmm. is it is it wrong to feel disappointment with God? Mm. Does that make sense? Absolutely. You know, and, and so you know, um, obviously I read more into that. And and when I, I my my literally when I changed the Google search. Mm-hmm. That's when I found more scriptures, mm-hmm. right, to support, right, why it's okay mm-hmm. to to talk with God about your disappointment, mm-hmm. right, uh, not in Him, right, but the width is, you know, based on more of uh, something that's happened, right, mm-hmm. and, and you know, you can play around with words, whatever, but for me, it really changed how I approached this question, mm-hmm. right, because I I don't. I don't think I ever want to feel that I'm disappointed in God, mm-hmm. right? Because I feel like that positions me to question whether or not I keep him in my life. Because, you know, we when we get disappointed in people, mm-hmm. we cut them off, mm-hmm. right? But when, when I'm disappointed with something that you did, I'm ready to talk about it, mm-hmm. right? I'm ready to have this open discussion, this exploration of how can we make this better or how can I better understand the decision that you make, mm-hmm. right? So that's where I was with that, right? So, so that's why I posed that question. But I'm going to give it over to you, right? Because I'm <laughs> put, put me on the spot. Huh? <laughs> I'm just into because you know, you know, our, our topic for for the you know the upcoming weeks is really disappointment, mm-hmm. right? And in in that that inner soul questions like, is this all to my life, right? Is is this what was designed for me? Right. Mm-hmm. I don't like it. What do I do with my disappointment? Right. Especially if it's something that hurts me mm-hmm. physically, emotionally or mentally. Right. It's devastating. Right. So how, how then do you have that conversation and you feel safe? Mm-hmm. That makes it easy. Mm-hmm. People need to know it's safe to talk to God about your disappointment and what's happening in your life mm. without attacking him. Okay. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Attacking him. So that's where it is. Okay. And I know we got some comments and we'll get to it in a minute. Somebody already commented? Or yes. Already, uh, uh, yes. Shiante. She, she said. Uh, she, she. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I believe you can. He's daddy. Your will 
uh, will never override his anyway. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. I truly, I truly believe that. I truly believe that. Um, okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. I, I, uh, I saw this when, when did you send me this? Last night? Yeah. Last night. Yep. She sent it to me last night. Okay. So, so I, you, she sent this, I was in the middle of, looked at this um, while I was in it. Cause I'm in the process of preparing my sermon for Sunday. Oh, come on now. So, right. so, Disappointing, disappointing. Uh, disappointment is a part of is a part of the process. I would start off with this: God expects us to be honest. Start off right there. Start off with the statement that Christians have been making, Black folk have been making from the beginning of time. God knows my heart. So if your heart says you're disappointed, but you're gonna pretend that you're not, then that would mean you're lying to God. Now, some people will say, well, 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 you can't be people that people aren't, uh, you know, you, you ain't saved if you're disappointed in God. I beg to differ. Right. I beg to differ. I, and, and, and as always, I'll go straight to scripture, if you will. Come on now. If you will. Turn with me, if you will, <laughs> uh, in my dear voice, to the book of John, 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 not, not, not John, the, uh, uh, you know, John, not John, the revelator, John, that okay, John. That John, yeah, not first John or second John, but John, the gospel, the gospel of John, chapter 11, chapter 11, Uh, first John, I'm going to read just a little bit, first John, chapter 11, deals with the story of Lazarus, all right, so, so uh, Mary and her sister Martha, he was a certain man named Lazarus, um, uh, was sick, named Lazarus of Bethany, uh, and he was at the town of Mary and Martha, that was, he was their brother. Uh, his sisters went out, I'm paraphrasing, they went out, they sent word to the Lord, hey, Lazarus is sick, we need you to come on back this way. Jesus didn't make it. He didn't go. I want to fast forward down to um, verse, uh, where are we at, where are we at? I want to fast forward down to verse 20 um, and 21. It says, then Martha, as soon as she heard that Jesus was coming, he waited four days. As soon as she heard that Jesus was coming, went and met him. But Mary sat still in the house. Then said Martha unto Jesus, Lord, if thou had been here, my brother would not have died. That's what she said. That's what she said. Now, I don't know, you know, maybe, you know, I I got a, a degree or two. Or a few. To me, that sounds like disappointment. Yes. Because you didn't show up when I needed you mm-hmm. or when I thought you should show up. You didn't make yourself known when I believed mm-hmm. you could make yourself known because, Lord, I believed. See my, see, my faith only said you needed to be here while he was living. I just want to interject here come on that there there is a comment mm. uh, where is the message bible oh, no. i'm coming with it i'm coming I'm, calm come down on, welcome to tell the people look come through <laughs> let me read the message <laughs> like the message the message bible says it like this uh let me just read the whole thing uh a man was sick lazarus of bethany the town of mary and her sister martha uh this was the same mary who massaged the lord's feet with aromatic oils and then wiped them with her hair it was her brother lazarus who was sick so the sister sent word to jesus master the one you love so very much is sick this is where the disappointment sets in 
because they knew that Jesus loved Lazarus. So the so the so the 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 uh, the, 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 the assume was uh, the assumption was that oh wait a minute the one that I love is sick the one that I really care about I'm gonna come running when Jesus got the message. Uh, he said the sickness is not fatal. It will become an occasion to show God's glory. And so that's, that was on Jesus' mind. I'm going to use it to show God's glory. But they don't understand that. Right. Because, see, when we call on God, we expect him right then and there, God, come get me out of this. Remove this thing. Um, Fast forward to verses 5 and 7. It says, Jesus loved Martha and her sister Lazarus, but oddly, when he heard that Lazarus was sick, he stayed where he was for two more days. And the two days, he said to his disciples, now let's go back to Judea. They said, Rabbi, you can't do that. The Jews are still out to kill you, and you're going back. Uh, Jesus replied, are there not 12 hours of daylight? Anyone who walks in the daylight does not stumble because there's plenty of light in the sun. Let me, let me fast forward past this. He said these things. And then announced, our friend Lazarus has fallen asleep. I'm going to wake him up. The disciples said, Master, if he's going to sleep, he'll get a good rest and wake up feeling fine. Jesus was talking about death while his disciples thought he was talking about taking a nap. Um, Let's fast forward. When Jesus finally got there, verse 17 through 20, he found Lazarus already four days dead. Bethany was near Jerusalem, only a couple of miles away, and many of the Jews were visiting Martha and Mary, sympathizing with him over their brother. Martha heard Jesus was coming in and went out to meet him. Mary remained in the house. Martha said, Master, if you'd been here, my brother wouldn't have died. Even now, I know whatever you ask God, he will give you. Jesus said, your brother will be raised up. Martha replied, I know that he'll be raised up in the resurrection at the end time. You have to remember this. It's okay to be disappointed that God doesn't move when we expect him to. But in this particular situation, this shows that, first of all, this shows that, that even they knew, they, remember this now, they, they know Jesus personally, physically. They've seen, touched, ate with, yeah. slept with, yeah. uh, 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 been around. Yeah. You know, she's washed, this is the woman that washed his feet. Right. So, 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 yeah, so they real tight. So for him not to show up, humanity in them says, right, it's devastating. And, 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 and Martha, let it be known. If you had been here and she said, let God, you know, she, she pretty much paraphrased it. I know God's will is going to be done, but if you had been here, Mm -hmm. my brother would probably still be alive. So all that said to say, yes, it's okay to be disappointed uh, with, 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 with the speed of God. It's, o- it's also okay to be disappointed with his no. Because like you said earlier, there's some things we ask God for that he tells us no because he recognizes how we're going to handle it. And sometimes the no is to protect us. Other times the no is to prepare us for the yes. I wish somebody would get that. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes the no is just to prepare you for the yes. So sometimes, and that's why when, when, when you hear people say de- delayed but not denied, it's because God says, if I give this to you now, it might become more of a burden than a blessing. That's why everybody who got their hand up saying, let me be rich, let me be rich, let me be rich. Lord Jesus, let me win the lotto. Lord Jesus, let me win the mega million. Lord, God said, I am not going to put that on me because you ain't ready. Because you can't handle your paycheck. 
So what I'm going to do giving you $100 million? <laughs> You don't do what you're supposed to do with what I'm, let, with, with what I'm allowing you to have now. So, so, yes, it's okay to be disappointed. And I said from the beginning, and I think Shiante said this, God already knows right. our right. heart. Right. He already knows how we're he already knows how we're feeling. And 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 and, and so we need to get to we need to get to a place to say and be honest, Lord, I'm disappointed. I don't want to be here. But at the end of the day, and I I preached this a, a, a while back, you have to learn to trust God even when you can't trace him. Yes. Come on. Yes. And, and you know, the ad, the adding to that is mm-hmm. that there there are things that happen in the world mm-hmm. right that we still have to process and go through and it hurts you know, mm-hmm. because there's a police mm, absolutely you know and I think about you know how many how many of us are hurting in some way right now and we have so many questions. Mm-hmm. Right. And that questioning, you know, I, I think that for me, 2020 had to become a rela- me in a relationship with God to give me the strength to cope through. Mm-hmm. Right? Because, you know, obviously I heard a lot. Mm-hmm. I still hear a lot. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and, right. And that's not even taking into consideration, you know, my own stuff. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, there's just this exposure. Right. That that true hurt the core essence of people who. Um, feel like they're not heard, like God doesn't care, right? Mm-hmm. And, and just just thinking about like when when they introduce right their 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 spiritual relationship and they're talking about it and they're questioning you know their faith, right? I I just really uh, went into deep thought like you know how how do you help someone or how do you help yourself stay focused right on how you communicate with God during the time of disappointment right because it 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 it, it hurts more when, when when you go into um letting the disappointment consume you mm-hmm. right and now mm-hmm. it's all you talk about right it's no longer a prayer you're living in mm-hmm. right disappointment and part of that prayer is you know for me you know asking god um and this is by experience too how do i heal right mm-hmm. from this like how do i recover Right. If, if you say this is not your will for me mm-hmm. right, and this was a desire of my heart, or this was something I felt like, you know, I needed in life. And, and, and I'm going to lead into, you know, that whole thing about what society says. Right. We should experience right here on earth. Right. All of this you should have. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And when you get to that mindset of, well, if other people have this. Right. Why, why can't I get it? Right. Why, why can't I have Right, what I see over there in the other person's house, like from finances, mm-hmm, right, to, mm-hmm. to certain types of relationships, to certain careers, mm-hmm. right? It's like this, this, this over. Uh, we're fighting, mm-hmm. right? We're fighting where, okay, the world says mm-hmm. I'm entitled to this, right? The world says, mm-hmm. right, because this is accessible to mm-hmm. us as a human, mm-hmm. a human race. Why don't I have access to anything, mm-hmm. right? That that the human race has, and so not everything is for us, yeah. right? And that that's hard, you know. And that's where we are, you know, with the, with the, you know, the upcoming weeks is, you know, how do you handle where something you saw, I would just say in your flesh, right? Something you saw like you wanted to have, or, or you set this timeline up, you set your own future in place, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But it's it, it it's not quite what God designed, right? Mm-hmm. It to be. 
and that's devastating, right? Because you, we actually work towards some of these goals we set in life, mm-hmm. only for it not to happen, mm. right? Or, or it's lost, mm-hmm. right? So, mm-hmm. so, so what happens when you do have it and you, 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 it was temporary, mm-hmm. right? It didn't stay long in your life, right? So you, you, you feel in some type of way. So, so, you know, that's kind of what I wanted to put out there is, you know, like you said, uh, um, it is okay to give God your disappointment. It is okay to, to go into that prayer, right? But, but, but I feel like the prayer has to be asking as well, God, what, what do you want of me, right? If, if, if this was not for me or, or, or this had to happen to me, mm-hmm. right, what do you get out of, right? Because I need to feel better. I need to recover. So, I need to heal. So you have to, okay, so after you, after you, after you're honest with, after you're honest with God, admitting you're disappointed, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You, if, you, if, you, if, we, if we stay in that scripture, the next thing Jesus did was he questioned them. Got it. And then that's when Mary ran out and said again, if you had been here, he would have lived and showing her disappointment. Now she's voicing hers and Jesus turned around and said, okay, take me, I'm paraphrasing now, mm-hmm. take me to the place of your pain. Take, take me where your pain is. Take me where your disappointment lays. So that's when they took him to the tomb. She, when Jesus said, where did you lay him? Because he was the point of the pain. Where did you lay him? And she said, come see, I'm going to take you to the place where they laid him. So, so you, have to, you have to get to, you have to, get to, to, to show Jesus. Even, even though Jesus already knows, he's saying, take me to the place. So that's where this honesty comes in. And think about this from, um, we talked about this before, we talked about addictions. You know, you have to admit you have a problem. First, yeah, you yeah. have you have to admit it. So, <laughs> so when right, right. So when we go to God, it's like God, here is the problem, and not only here it is, I'm gonna show you where it started. It started right here with my brother Lazarus. It started with the fact that when he got sick, I called for you, and in my eyes, I thought you should have come running. And and so now so now I'm in I'm in mourning I'm grieving and now I want to take you to where the I want I want to take you where it is but then I like what Jesus did because then Jesus shifts their thinking because Jesus told them he said did not not tell you if you believe you would see the glory of God Jesus said that he says I told you so Jesus said now let now let me show you what I meant when I told you so so yeah so like stick around yeah yeah. <laughs> Around. Yeah. Stick around. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it, again, it's about it's about our level of because we're talking about spiritual disappointment, not not yeah, not not physical, not flesh. Right. Right. right? So, right. so you know, it, right. again, when you walk away uh, in a spiritual disappointment, there's always got to be a level of faith tied to it, because if 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 we get upset every time God delays what we believe to be our blessing. Or the job that, can I speak to it from this perspective, from a job that we believe God said was ours, and, and we don't get it, then it's like, oh, God, why, why you keep playing with me? You know, why are you, God, why are you constantly denying me? At some point, we have to, yeah, at some point, we have to take a look in the mirror and say, okay, God, what are you, you're withholding this for some reason. Right. Right. Yeah. Even when, he, like he told them, he, Jesus told him, he says, oh, don't worry. That's what's going to be all. He's going to get up. And, th- and they couldn't see the immediate. They could only see, oh, you mean in the resurrection. Right. 
Jesus was like, no, I took my time coming because I knew I could get him up wherever he was. I don't care how many days he was in there. Because <laughs> remember, by the time Jesus got there, Lazarus was thanking. So, uh, huh? <laughs> he had been in the ground four days. He, he Well, come on now. Let me help somebody. Let me be, go ahead. It's your show. <laughs> I'm trying to help the people. Oh, y'all, it is okay. Yeah. Right? It is It is okay. And, and to be honest, to be transparent, but also to allow God to sit with you in that pain, mm-hmm. right? That invitation of, you know, how, how deep does this hurt, right? Because there are some things going on in our lives right now in the world that deeply hurt, mm-hmm. right? that's, that's causing this disappointment. Um, and so David also voices disappointment after the first son he had with this, Bathsheba. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, all right, so so we had this 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 question out there, and and we're shifting into a new topic here. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, dealing with women, right? Women women's issues, and um, I decided to to talk about infertility and mental health. Mm-hmm. I was about to say how you. You all right? It's issues. I'm leaving now. I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> so, okay, Tanya. <laughs> Talking about uh, infertility and mental and mental mental health. And so, um, you know, this is this is something that um, I know we're beginning to share more about infertility and the issues and you know, common. Um, uh, things that that are happening right to a woman's body and treatments and you know uh, that's not where we're going to go with this but it's more of um, you know infertility and in, in the mental health issues or, or you know what happens right from an emotional standpoint when a, a woman and or a couple um, is working through infertility okay and, and and I know that that's devastating right because um, you know, we, we have not only the statistics to prove it, but I think every, all of us know, right, a woman uh, who has desired, you know, to, to give birth, right, to a child, and, and they were never, um, you know, they couldn't, right? And, and the doctors, um, you know, some, sometimes they were able to try, right? Other times they were given the news that they could not, right? There, there were no attempts that could be made to help them out. And so I just want to pull a, pull a few things um, to, for discussion because I also know that a lot of the prolonged devastation comes from our interpersonal interaction, right? You know, um, we're, we're definitely living um, in a society where um, sometimes we can be heartless or, or, you know, inconsiderate, mean, or, or just, you know, not, not enough empathy, right, when we're talking about, about uh, such vulnerable topics, and if we, we know a friend or a loved one, even a couple, um, sometimes we don't know what to say, and, and there are things you can say that's wrong, right, to a couple um, that, that would uh, intensify, right, their anxiety and their depression. So that's where I want to go this evening with talking about this. So just a few stats here from uh, the Massachusetts General Hospital Center for Women's Mental Health um, the, their uh, Reproductive Psychiatric Information Center, um, they say infertility is perceived as a problem across all cultures and societies. Um, and it affects an estimated 10 to 15% of couples 
of reproductive age, right? In recent years, the number of couples seeking treatment for infertility has dramatically increased due to factors such as postponement of childbearing in women, development of newer and more successful techniques for infertility treatment, and increasing awareness of available services. And so due to this increased participation in fertility treatment, um, there, there is an awareness that has been raised and, you know, there's more um, research or uh, examination into the psychological ramifications of infertility. All right. So, so when you when you think about that, right, the psychological impact of infertility. Um, this is this is huge, right? And it says the stress of the non fulfillment of a wish for a child has been associated with anger, depression, anxiety, marital problems, sexual dysfunction, and social isolation. Right. We know that parenthood is one of the major transitions in adult life for both men and women, right? So, so, so these are just a few listed here, right? Anger, depression, anxiety, marital problems, sexual dysfunction, and social isolation. Um, it, it further goes on to explain that couples experience stigma, sense of loss, and diminished self-esteem in the setting of their infertility. Right, and it shows that in general, in fertile couples, uh, women show higher levels of distress than their male partners. Right. However, men's responses to infertility um, closely approximates the intensity of women's responses when infertility is attributed to a male factor. And what does that mean? Right. Obviously, you're in a relationship. You're married. Um, um, sometimes, when when you go Right, both partners are generally tested, and um, yes, it does come back where the male, right, um, you know, has the, the infertility issue, the fertility issue, and so, so same, right, same devastation, you know, occurs there. And of course, like we just said, there are many treatment options available, right, and, and that in itself lies um, psychological impact um, as well. Right. Um, so Shionte says here, praise report on this. My little brother and his wife just gave birth to twin girls yesterday after 14 years of trying. Wow. Praise God. Yes, yes. Um, so what are your thoughts about this so far? Do you do you feel like... <laughs> someone, Dr. Some, Dana, someone playing the okie doke. Yeah, yeah. This is where they call you. You were left in the wind. You at least could have put gave me some light. <laughs> you need light. Let me. Uh, he, let me see. Spielberg, like, my oh, my lightning uh, light. <laughs> you know, right, brighten yeah. yourself up a little bit. How about that? I can't. This is this is the I where you can. Oh, okay. We got you. No worries. Um. Yeah. You know. And 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 I feel like you know we we're talking about this because um. There are many women, right, who are desiring to have a child, um, and I, till this day, right, there's a strong yearning to give birth, right. That's why I want to be with that, give birth, and so when when that's not an option, of course, you know, you look at other um, um, treatment options, even to you know the adoption or um, 
foster foster children, right? I know that that's out there, but we're just we're dealing with that news of you can't have a child, right, using your body, right, and that's both male and female, and so both men and women experience a sense of loss of identity, mm-hmm. have pronounced feelings of defectiveness and incompetence, right? Just think about that for a moment. You know, um, that emotional, you know, uh, roller coaster or the intensity, right, of, of those feelings of being defective, right, or incompetent, right? Uh, uh, you know, you know, and this is how DB gets because, you know, just, just working in the mental health field, many people look at that as legacy, right? Mm-hmm. How do I keep, you know, my family tree growing, mm-hmm. right? And, and to, to feel like you can't contribute to that from a kinship or biological, you know, perspective, that hurts to a core, right? Your, your, your feelings are hurt, right? Mm-hmm. That's, that's devastating. Yeah. Right, come, up, come on in, somebody. I guess I could I can I can see where again I can only get to speak on it from the from the male perspective um but I I guess I can see how you could feel um incomplete uh, especially if you're trying if, if if you're trying I'm not sure where that's coming from I think that's your mic I'm not sure possible uh but we'll see uh but I'm not sure I I I believe it's a uh there could be a level of um, a disappointment because you feel like you, as as a man, your you feel like your manhood is being tested, mm-hmm. right? So just like as a woman would feel like it's part of a woman, you know, womanhood for a man, it's like okay, I, I, this is you know I'm supposed to 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 um, uh, reproduce, I'm supposed to multiply, be fruitful and multiply. You know that's what God told us, and especially as for a Christian man, if you're married and you ex- and you expect to have children, and I see, I guess for me it was never. I never had that concern because I'm just being honest, and my son already knows this. I never expected to have kids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was never in my plan. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> so, but um, it still was a thing where it's like I know that there there are plenty of men who are walking around who have um, issues, and they're not able to. And I'm sure there has to be a level of of disappointment or a level of uh, incompleteness. Uh, because you feel like you, you, you have not, you know, the one thing we should be able to, the, the simple thing, you know, because, you know, it, it, making the baby is easy, supposed to be the easy part. Right, that old concept, right? <laughs> yeah, the old yeah. concept is, you know, put it in, get something out, and there you go. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah I know, much. pray for me. But I'm just saying, that that's pretty much, you know, I mean, the circle of life. You watch Animal Kingdom. It's, it's, it's real quick. What? what? I'm just saying that that's pretty much it. But to to not be able to do that takes away from your. You may feel like it takes away from your from your manhood. I told y'all to pray for me. Look, this ain't my subject. Y'all go ahead. We're talking about this because I think that there's, um, you know, my heart goes out to to people who share with me why they have to keep explaining Mm. why they have children, Mm. right? Why they keep to to, to explaining that. It says here uh, studies have shown that infertile couples experience significant anxiety and emotional distress. When a round of fertility treatment proves to be unsuccessful, women and couples can experience deep feelings of grief and loss. Wow. Right? And there was a study done with 200 couples who visited a fertility clinic, found that half of the women 
and 15% of the men said that infertility was the most upsetting experience of their lives. Right? The most upsetting experience of their lives. I mean, and I don't, I don't know if you're going to cover this tonight, but even if once you get, you know, there's the physical piece and then there is the, the financial piece. Because that, that in itself can, you know, the, the treatments are ridiculous. Yeah. And Especially think, from the, on the women's side of things. Yeah. And, and, and um, you know, obviously when you have insurance, some insurances don't cover certain, right. you know, treatment. And that's more devastating, right? Because now you feel like, okay, what if that was, mm-hmm. right? And, and that, that plays a part on your, your, your mental, mm-hmm. right? Your mental status. Um, it, it says here today, men are much more involved in the family and may feel um, a perinatal loss just as deeply, Right as uh, the woman, right, even mm-hmm. if men don't experience the physical pain of that loss, the emotional pain that they feel is very real, mm-hmm. very real, okay? And so, you know, when you think about, you know, that, that stigma, right, because that was the first thing um, that, that they kind of highlighted here, um, Cedars-Sinai Hospital, uh, you know, addressed how do you fight the stigma and the shame, mm. right? And they actually found that compared to white women, Women of color are more likely to experience infertility, right? Wow. And, and furthermore, women of color, um, women of color might be more likely to be blamed for their own infertility or have their emotional pain and, and valid medical concerns dismissed or ignored by a physician. Uh, turn your volume up a little bit. Okay. Is that better? Yeah, we're going to hope so. <laughs> All right, let us let us know if that's that's better right. with with the value. <laughs> um and, and so just thinking about that, right? Mm-hmm. Um um I can only imagine it says here in communities of color there's a general idea that women are naturally fertile. Mm. And there's a lot of importance placed on childbearing and being a strong mother. Mm-hmm. You know, and and when a woman of color can't fulfill that duty, it may be harder to seek treatment for infertility <clears throat> or her mental health because she's not getting support from her family. Mm. And that, that got me to thinking about, like, you know, where are we, right, in our culture when we do find out in our reproductive years that we're struggling, right? Mm-hmm. What are the comments, what comments are made? Right. Mm. Do, do we do we do we have patience with that person or do we, you know, pressure them? Right. Or we say, you know, what what did you do to your body? You know, I've heard so many things where where they try to, you know, I've heard family members try to figure out, you know, what what you did to your body that could have caused you. Right. Mm. To become, quote unquote, sterile. Mm. But that's right. And that, you know, you think about that because, you know, when I think about the whole spiritual aspect here, God designed this body, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And so to know that, you know, you're assuming that I did something in my my early days, right, mm-hmm. or something I did, right, mm-hmm. um, that happened to make me stare. Now you're mad at me, mm-hmm. right? You know, I can't have kids. You mad at me, right? Mm-hmm. Because it's something, and you go way back. You start pulling stuff out the out the closet, mm-hmm. right? Like like it's my fault. Right. Uh, um, so I found that interesting. Right. That we actually have uh, research support, <laughs> you know, based on this cultural perspective of women, uh, co- uh, women of color. Right. Um, 
not having family support when they have fertility issues. I just think that's really backwards. Mm. These are the same moms and dads and grandmas and PTs and you, you, you tried to groom the girls, to, you know, now women to not have babies at an early age. So at this time, late 20s or, you know, late 30s and whatever, you want to say, what did you do to your body and everything else like that? If that, if that isn't the craziest thing I ever heard in my life and everything else like that, and some, some things, it, it just, how, how about we just call it timing? Sometimes yeah. it's just not right. Like, you know, yeah. it, it, can we just almost say it like it was, God blocked it. Mm-hmm. Maybe, the, you know, like, you know, like, you know, you can only preach so many times to people like, you know, when you get that baby, that is 18 years of your life. Mm-hmm. Depending on if you lo- love that person, everything else like that. Can you co-parent with that person, everything else like that. And now, and Lord, you know, you know, God forbid that you don't have that partner there and everything. We, I just, I just, I just kind of find that's like distressing to me that I didn't know black families was out there like talking about what, what did you do? You, you just stood it, you just stood like don't let anybody touch you and don't do this and don't do that. And now, and, and now I'm fancy free, thirty, thirty five, and I'm not. Of course, I'm now now I'm quoted as being the geriatric pregnancy now because I'm mm-hmm. now thirty and thirty five. Like wow, <laughs> like you know, and you want to know what did I do? Even the, you know, I've heard God is punishing you. Wow. Right? You know, to, to like, you know, uh, uh, just all kind of stuff. Right? I know couples who, not to say that, that, that they waited, they, they just now are having these babies. And they have been mar- married 14 years plus, but, but they try. And now the babies are coming. Yeah. 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 It's God's timing. Mm-hmm. You can't be mad at that. And, and, I, and, and you know, the, the, the other side to that is how, how do you accept if you were selected by God that's, that's to where not I, give birth? That, that's where I wanted to, I wanted to chime no. in. So um, I'm, I'm, I'm going to take it back to the, back to the word. Um, if, if for a moment, I know this ain't the spiritual connect point, but. Uh, for a moment, we go back to John, uh-huh. <laughs> back to the book of John. But now we're going to go earlier to chapter nine, mm-hmm. the parable of the blind man. And, and it, it wasn't the parable. So when they were walking up the street and, and they ran across the blind man, the first thing the disciples asked Jesus was, who sinned, this man or his parents? Mm-hmm. What caused him to be born blind? Wow. Pretty much, what's wrong? What did you do? Or who did something to you? To cause you to be blind, or who did something to you to cause you not there to make no baby? Jesus answered and said, "I'm reading the Message Bible. You asking the wrong question." Mm. <laughs> Jesus mm. said, "You're looking for someone to blame. There is no such cause or effect here." Right. He said, "Instead, we should look into what God can do." So instead of saying, uh, 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 "What did you do? How many? You know, did you have? Did you, she must have had a whole bunch of abortions, or she had too much sex, or she didn't do something right, or whatever. Her mama was on drugs, whatever." It's, it's now that's it. just towards the woman. That's just towards right? the woman. With the guys, is you know, with the guys, only you know, you know, for lack of uh, compassion, bro, you shouldn't blame. Yeah, 
Yeah, that I yeah. When that's, yeah. that's always the deal, bro. Yeah, you shouldn't blame. That gets to me. That gets to me. Yeah, because they they put they put because there's so many other things mm-hmm. that because of the because you all are the carriers. There's so much that can go wrong. Mm-hmm. With men, it's limited on on what can be wrong with the seed. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, okay. See no, what I'm saying? It's limited <laughs> on what crazy. can be wrong with the seed. And that's crazy. It is. Your, your mama bought your fruit of the looms too tight. <laughs> that's it, and that's all. But that, now, see, but that, that that's that's you blaming, but we don't know that that's the case. I mean, I mean. But it's I mean, easy like, to say, know, yeah. It's easy to say, like, right. you, know, you can get some, too. That's Why do we have to always, yeah. you know. Now, now that comes resentment and bitterness, yes. right? And and I think that that's where, you know, and this is our culture, right? We, 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 we try to find answers to a phenomenon. Mm-hmm. Right. Because we know that that that, you know, there, there are some women who, who are not born right mm-hmm. with with the reproductive organs or the reproductive organs don't mature. Right. And so, you know, and I, I know women. Right. Who, who had that particular status. And it's like, wow, how, why is it right that 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 you 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 have to explain yourself or you have to face this shame? You know, because of the, the concept when you're asked, do you have children? You say, no, it always goes further, right? It always is, it's, it's, it's a what's wrong, right? That you don't, right? Or, 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 or what happened? There's, there's these questions and it's never, it's never considered primary. Like, okay, should I even ask this person like what's wrong? Or it, could it be that they just don't have um, biological children? Why do you need to know a why or what's wrong? It's almost like... You know, you know, darn if you do, darn if you don't. Mm. Because you get you get the woman who has, you know, many, many kids, you know, you, and you, you quick to say, you know, crazy things, fertile myrtle and everything else like Maybe, that. Yeah. And so. Yeah. Tell her what she should do to, to avoid it the next time. Yeah. Like, like, wow, what, what, like what wow. you're trying to do, populate the earth and yeah. everything I've else like that. I've never heard fertile myrtle. You've never heard of fertile myrtle? In my whole black life oh, until you, today. Oh, but today you have. I was it's these many years old. Have you, have you ever heard of that? Fertile Myrtle. Fertile it's Myrtle. been a while. Yes. And you said, I, I was like, yeah. oh, I heard that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, yeah, like, so, like, it, you can't, you, for the black woman, I, I, I feel for her. Like, you know, you know, either, either we having too many or we ain't having them, we ain't mm-hmm. having them fast enough or at all and everything else like that. Like, you know, like, now you mad that we're not populating the CPS schools? Like, what do mm. you want us to do? Wow. Okay, let's keep going here. Let's mm-hmm. keep going. What not to say, right, to your partner, a family member, or a friend, okay, who has um, uh, fertility issues, have recently suffered a miscarriage, or ha- are having difficulty getting pregnant, right? And, and we're going to talk about miscarriages, you know, uh, uh, later on in, in the weeks to come. But it's, it's suggested that we can help reduce stigma so that couples and women feel more comfortable talking about, right, mm-hmm. their, their fertility issues, right, without shame. Because guess what? They need emotional support. You know, it, it's a given, right? It, 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 it's a given like, okay, going through something like this, they need all the support, right, that they can get, right? So it says here, avoid making these comments. Enjoy this time. Trying is the fun part. <laughs> Enjoy this time, mm-hmm. right? Trying is the fun part. Now, obviously, right, I, I, I sit 
right, with people in, in, in you know, just being in the mental health field, um, when you're trying to get pregnant, mm-hmm. the, the last thing on your mind is per se trying to have fun and enjoy, right? I, I think that 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 is a feeling that you, you're minimizing, right, not only what I'm feeling, but how hard we're working, right? And it suggests that, you know, Oh, you know, just keep doing it and keep it. It'll come, right? And I've heard, I've heard that you're like, you know, oh, just just keep doing what you're doing, right? It, it'll happen sooner or later. And that person is looking at you like, we've been doing it. Mm-hmm. We didn't change anything, right? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. what what is, are you saying that, you know, we we too stressed? Are you saying what? What are you saying, right? When you say enjoy this time, trying is the front part, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, um. The next thing is avoid making avoid making comments like just relax and it will happen. Mm. Right? Just relax <clears throat> and it will happen. And again, we're talking about someone who feels devastated. Right? We're talking about someone who could have possibly, as you stated earlier, have a significant financial, right? investment in trying to to get this to happen and you say just relax how how do you do that right and are you assuring me that if i just relax it will happen did god reveal that to you right Mm -hmm. that this is all i needed to do right and and there are some people who 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 so if i think i'm relaxing right and, and, and it's not happening you know i'm gonna resent Right, I'm going to build up resentment. Right, I'm going to build up. Okay, I don't want to talk to anybody now. I'm isolating myself because people keep telling me the same thing over and over again. Just relaxing, it will happen. Well, I've been relaxing and it's not happening. Right. So, so how do we be that in, uh, uh, insensitive? Right. To, that's that's the, that famous phrase. Do people do people realize that they're being insensitive? I, I I don't think they realize they're being insensitive, but I think that it's a very sensitive topic it is, to have absolutely. a discussion about, mm-hmm. right? Because that, to, for me, the, the fir- these first two statements, they're the easy way out of that conversation, mm-hmm. right? Enjoy this time trying this. The fun part, you just shut me down, right? You mm-hmm. just shut me down from like, okay, wait, so, but I'm sad, I'm crying. I'm right, like, right. Right. So, so it, it, it's almost like I don't really, you, I have to know the motive of why you said that. And, and a lot of times, too, we have to recognize that a lot of times people say stuff because they don't know what to say right. instead of just not saying anything mm-hmm. or just saying that, you know what, I'm going to pray for you or, mm-hmm. or, you know, um, or they use their own experience. Yeah. Right. How they feel like just mind your own business. I mean, like, I don't, well, I mean, you, if they came to you, you and said something, I mean, well, no, well, I mean, I'm just saying like, you know, right. these people that are walking around that don't have kids right now and everything, mm-hmm. that is not your business. You are not in their bedroom. You don't know mm-hmm. if even as a couple have, they already talked about the whole the whole premise of not even having kids yeah. and everything else like that. Like, you know, maybe they have a plan. They didn't, they didn't discuss with you. Like, you know, you were not in between them when they got married. Maybe they said five to eight years later and everything else like that. And we're going to, yeah. we're going to try. Stay out of other people's business <laughs> and you won't have, you won't find yourself with your foot and, you know, you know your foot and they mouth or however you want to yeah. say it. And yeah. then, or, yeah. It just, that's not your business. Yeah. 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 And, and, I, and I think to go with that is. Um, now that they put it out there. 
Yes. Not unless, like, you yes. know, now, now, once, no, now once we talk about, like, pregnancy loss and everything, unless they put it out there and everything else like that, then get, now tell me some words that I should not say and everything else like that, like, definitely. But, like, in the in the meantime, when it's not your business, please stay, you know, please stay mm-hmm. uh, social distance from me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's my And, and it, it's just, um, you know, if you... It, we go off how we grew up, right? So you listen to comments, you get a, this vibe, this energy, like what's happening with other people in the family when they didn't have kids by a certain time or, you know, they experienced losses or, or you know, you, there's a fear there, right, that mm-hmm. you can't share, you, you're more reserved. And you're sitting there in silence, in, in, in hell, right, because mm-hmm. you, you don't have this, you can't share this with anyone, right, because of these st- statements like this, right, because... You know, uh, 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 Sue, right? You know, she she just it happened within a year, right? Or, mm-hmm. or somebody else, you know, mm-hmm. Terry, right? Mm-hmm. You know, they they tried, they did. So all you got to do is, you know, just just have fun while you're doing it, and then it happens. Sue, and not not understanding, right? That not everybody, uh, not every woman's body is the same. Not every woman will be able to, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, give birth to a child. And, and I think that that's where we, we should be more conscious, right? We have to understand, right? Especially, of course, there's more people on earth, right? So more and more, we have more statistics to support, right? That this, this is an issue, right? This is an issue and, and you shouldn't feel shame. You shouldn't feel, you know, okay, well, what you've been doing, right? That That is automatically something that you, you've been doing, right? It, yeah. th- but these are the same people, and that, and I think a lot of times that comes with, it, and it's mostly with women. So, because men don't normally do, men don't normally say to another man, you, "What you waiting on to get married? You ain't married yet." But women, y'all are hard. Like you, she thirty five, she ain't married yet, or she thirty five, you ain't had no babies yet. That that's that's always the case. And a lot of times, yeah, you don't recognize that that woman might not want it, might not ever even thought about being married, or maybe there's something, and 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 maybe and maybe she's okay with that. But mm-hmm. <clears throat> media and society, you know, well, not media, because now the, the, the script is flipped. But you know, back in the day, that was the story. You you should be married before you you know if you ain't married by thirty, whether you're old maid or something like that, you know. <laughs> Uh, uh, if you don't have a baby before 35, you, it's too late. Right. You right. know, all of that right. stuff was, was the case. And now, you know, it's like there, there, there is a, there is a difference between what's, what's, um, what is and versus what, versus what was. Mm-hmm. And, and, and everybody needs to find them, like you said, find their own lane and stay in it. And, and here's another thing to this. So, so if Tanya, Tanya and I are, you know, we're around a group, you know, our, our friend group, and um, that comes up, that scenario is there, and, and she says, well, I actually don't want to have children, right? Mm-hmm. I, I really don't. I, I don't want it. I, I, I've, I've been in circles where the woman is made to feel, oh, she's not a woman, right? You, you, you have not experienced womanhood unless you say, number one, you want a baby, right? Like, you want to have kids, but how dare you say you don't want them? Oh, so, mm-hmm. so what? Are you kidding me? But think about this. There's a woman. So if Tanya decides, okay, I just don't want kids, 
but I'm over here trying to have a kid and I see you reacting that way. I'm not going to speak up about, hey, you know, actually, I was just told today that I can't. Mm-hmm. So I can imagine if you te- if you treat Tanya like that, mm-hmm. just basically how are you going to treat you? Right, mm-hmm. right. What you going to say about me? And, mm-hmm. and, and what are your thoughts going to be about me? Am I defective? Am I, am I not a real woman? Mm-hmm. Right? Because I, I, I just found out I can't uh, uh, by physically or biologically have a child, right, based on th- this, this uh, um, shame. Right, that you have upon a woman who makes the decision that they don't want children, right? Mm-hmm. And even to, I've seen couples who decide they don't want to have children, mm-hmm. and they get on the man. Like, really, you just go, you just gonna let her make that decision? Like, you just, you just not gonna have children, you, you know? And, and even to that, what if they decided not to have children because they were already informed mm-hmm. that they can't, or that it would be difficult, or mm-hmm. or it's yeah. life or death? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, you know what I'm saying? Like you don't know this. You mm-hmm. don't know the situation. Mind your business. If you have this, if, if like, so, you know, some people know. Right. Um. You know, speaking from not me, but speaking from a relative and everything else like that, she was told she could not, but did. You know, but did have. A, a, um. She she did get pregnant, and she and she did everything right. She announced it at five months, okay. and she she announced it at five months. Five days, everything turned to hell, and you know, and now, and now she's no longer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, for, for, so for the greatest thing to happen after being told that you couldn't, yeah. and it happens, and then it's taken away. Now, 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 now we all need some words on on. Please don't say these. You know, yeah, these that's words next to her. week. That's yeah. next week. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and the um. Just being more conscious of that, right? Because there, there are many couples, there are many women living inside their own thoughts, right? Just with this thing, and, and they they want to be able to cope better, right? And, and they're they're. You I know, see her coping. I see her coping through Facebook. Uh, I don't think it's great, but you know she, you know she's totally only she's you know, totally heartbroken. Yeah. You know, you you, yeah. you you know when you have when you have that name and yeah. and when you thought you did everything right because you thought because they said this is the safe tell everybody. Right. And that and right. that's and, and it's been taken. You have to go. You have to go back. You're like you know. So you know, like you know, for her, it, it is extreme. It, and she does have a therapist to talk about this, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. so she can get you know get you know get oh you know not to get over, but get better. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Um, all right. So the next statements they have here: uh, avoid making comments, right, with, with a couple or woman dealing with uh, fertility issues. Everything happens for a reason. <laughs> Right, everything happens for a reason. Mm-hmm. It kind of goes with the next one. If you have more faith in God, it will happen. Mm. So your faith is lacking. That's why you can't right. handle no that. And that's why I asked that question because it's like, wow, right? See, that's some church mess right there. <laughs> that's some church mess from a church from from some church folk. Yeah, because because them, them the same people will tell people the reason you know, I've, and I and unfortunately I've heard that even recently in church about any situation. The reason that's going on is because your faith is lacking. Yeah. Bro, wow. get somewhere and sit your sit down. <clears throat> Sorry. I don't have a sensor button. You've been to think about that like, um, you know, I appreciate, you know, churches who are open, right, to having, you know, ministries, right? Because mm-hmm. I know churches with, you know, ministries that support women you know, mm. who do these issues, right? Um, a lot of women's women's ministries, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so 
I appreciate that because that that's been that was the old school way, right? Is to patch it up, right? And and it it, it did like this is a, these statements are stand up mm-hmm. conversations, right? This is just passing by type stuff, not knowing that this is this person's life. They, they, this is a day to day struggle. This is a day to day coping through. And this one of those, oh okay, no, just it'll be okay. You just go go, you know, get a good night's sleep, right? Go home and you know. Mm-hmm. Do something. Don't worry about that. It'll happen in time. That's that's that stand up. You know, hello. Um, we just passing by. Mm-hmm. You know, type conversation. But but yeah, in 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 our faith based community, we 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 have been notorious, right, mm-hmm. for, for accusing people mm-hmm. of not having faith or accusing people of not living right, of accusing people, mm-hmm. right, that that you know, uh, it's almost like uh, it's almost like positioning that person to say, God, God. He has to do this for you. Mm-hmm. But, but what if that's what if that's something that I have to ask God to uh, help me cope with? That that's not what He has for my life. Right. right? Or as you said earlier, what if that's something that that's not in God's will for your yes. life? Yes. That way. That way. Right. Because but that doesn't mean you still can't correct. be. I mean, I'll I'll give you. Real, I mean, my mama had one kid, mm-hmm. me, mm-hmm. but she. Un- <laughs> here come my poor yeah, brat. Yeah, here he comes. But unfortunately, everybody, please hold y'all. She claims a whole lot of other yeah. people's children, right? But she only had one kid, and and a lot of times she birthed one. She birthed kid. one kid, but because but uh, because those people don't have the best relationships. Some of them don't have the best relationships with their moms. Mm-hmm. They become attached. And and it does so you don't have to birth some you don't have to birth someone to be their to be a mother nor do you have to you know sow a seed to be somebody's daddy like the way I said that sow a seed uh, yeah you thank you for the clean version let me thank you for oh, the clean it version was clean I could have what <laughs> I ain't say you have to drop nothing off really? to make no shawty what really all right really so I hope I hope you know those so those are the things. You know, you get the gist, right? Mm-hmm. Avoid making comments, right? That yes. that these these pass by because for me, when 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 someone shares with you um, that they are having fertility issues, mm-hmm. make a decision. Do you want to support them, right? Right, and and if not, right, like you said, don't say anything, right? Say I'm praying for you, right? You say something that says, okay, I heard you. Right. I know it's not easy, but don't minimize. Right. It's, it's almost like don't patronize. Right. Mm-hmm. That, that, that they're not working hard, that they're not exhausting all options, that they're not praying to God. Right. To give them their heart's desire and they're waiting on the answer or they're having a hard time accepting. Right. That this this is not a part of them right now. This particular experience. I think, you know, people we have to this is this is one of those things where we have to decide. Do you have time for that person? You know, do, do you have time for that person um, when they disclose this type of information? So, of course, they, they did give, right, a, a few statements here uh, that can, that um, demonstrates more compassion, right? Uh, offering words of support here, right? And, and so one of those statements is uh, infertility, right? So if someone is sharing with you. <laughs> A compassionate statement would include infertility is very challenging. Do you want to talk about it? 
right? That goes back to can you handle that conversation, right? Can you can you can you actually have a level of empathy to understand how devastating it is to be told that you may not be able to give birth or get pregnant? Hmm. Does that mean like like really really think about that, right? Because that's for that person. If you decide that you you support them, they're they're looking for you to have that level of empathy that you 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 can at least acknowledge, right, or have a glimpse of, right, the the core of hurt, right, that they have um, with the news that they they just received, right, and it can't translate it to those above statements. Just just keep doing it. Well, have you tried that? Don't don't load them up with questions, right? Clearly, they work. They're working hard. Oh, magic. Um, what's that? You know, all all those uh, tricks. Don't mm-hmm. give them Mountain Dew. Don't tell them Mucinex. Don't that tell Mountain them Mountain Dew. Yes, yes, it's what? that. Yes, they got every. You know, everybody's like, oh, it's been tried and true, and and blah blah blah, and everything else like that. Like, no, no Yoni pearls, none of that. <laughs> none of what? that. Don't don't. <laughs> Do not become a doctor if you are if you did not obtain the degree. <laughs> and and you know I'm glad you brought that up, right? Because I think that people there are many options, right? From from a cultural perspective, right to the medical right mm-hmm. profession, um, holistic, naturalistic. I know there there are many cultures who um, handle um, fertility issues right across the world, right? And I feel like you know allow that person to explore that right, on their own, right, because, uh, 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 right, unless you've done it, like, like, you know, you're the proven science, right, so not something you didn't heard, you know, uh, uh, or you didn't Google, right, you have to be very careful, right, it, it, it's different if you're, if you're joining the team, right, in, in, in supporting them in their efforts, but like you said, don't, don't just, okay, you go and Google, right, right and all of a sudden, Girl, you, you see to... my batch of 13, all mucinics. No, <laughs> no, like you can't tell them. Like, no, like, no, don't, don't. Like I said, don't become that doctor. It, it was at this moment. Wow. That I left the show. What? Don't leave. What happened? I'm good. Oh, Yo, you've been. Oh, you've been doing something else. Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, all right. The next one here is. Um, I wish you didn't have to go through this. Right. That's that validating. What's wrong? No, my computer. Oh, know. validating statement. Right. Um, to, to say that, you know, and I know wish is there, but, you know, supporting that person to at least acknowledge like, okay, I, I heard you, right? And, and so I didn't ask a question, but I did let you know, right, that I, that I, I feel, right? I feel your pain and I'm, I'm, I'm compassionate towards you right now. And it is something that, you know, um, I wish you didn't have to go through. Of course, it's out of my control, right? I'm not saying that I have a level of control of that, right? Um, another one is, how are you doing? And um, I'm always here for you. Again, making that decision if you can be there for that person. This this is not a um, what do they call that? You know, you you can't just walk up to to the pharmacist, right, and say, hey, you know, I I have a, a fertility issue. Do you have something behind the counter, right, that 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 I can do to fix this, right? This this is a, a physiological. This is a biological thing that that has a significant impact on a person's mind, right? Um, and so it really it really just kind of goes into uh, being more mindful, right? That you're not dismissing, right? You're not dismissing a person when they tell you 
this is hard. He's okay. Right. He's okay. That 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 this is something right. I've been doing this for a long time, right? And and you know, sometimes uh um sometimes I feel like you shouldn't even ask those questions, right? If 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 you know that that a person, a couple has been married for a while, right? Why do you ask them so you you already asked do you have children? And they say no. Why do you say why not? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That to me, that's the most insensitive thing, right? Because clearly, if they wanted to tell you why they don't have children, they would have went on right with that first question. Mm-hmm. And, and to be honest, um, I applaud those who answer that question, right? Because it's like, are you asking me this because you know we're married? Right? How do you how do you even gain an interest, right, mm. in a person to ask if they have children, right? Because you say, like we said earlier, that's that lineup. The expectation in life is that you grow up, you get married, get the white picket fence, and oh, you have kids. You just, you know, legacy continues, <laughs> right? And, and I, that's where we we have to be more conscious. Of. That's it. Create new legacies. <laughs> less norm, as they say, less normalize. Sometimes couples not having families right away. Let's normalize that. And and um and accept right when mm-hmm. they say they don't want to have children. Right. I, I think that other component to that is um you know because 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 some yeah. people know they're set up. Yeah. They they yeah. might have a sister or brother who. You know what? My sister's having enough for me, and I already know I'm gonna have to play uncle or TT to him. Like you know, and and I already accepted my role. I'm ready for my supporting cast yeah. role. Yeah, yeah, and and that's okay, right? I, I feel like you know, especially when you think about um, those couples who you know, because I the type of work that I do, the pressure that's put on, right? Even for new couples, it's like, oh, you married get to work, right? And then you have families. Some families, you know, unfortunately are more engaged, right, in the affairs of, you know, expanding the family than they need to be. And it becomes a real, real factor for emotional distress because now you feel like you're failing, right? You're failing your family because this is, this is supposed to be the order of life. Right, and it's like where where is God in this? Right, if we're whose order, right, are we living according to? Mm-hmm. You know, to say that this must happen, right, because you, right, got married or because you've been in this relationship a long time, right? You must, you must. It is expected, right? And if you don't do it in a certain amount of time, then either shame on you or right, something's wrong with you. You know, so so I just wanted to to start you know this this conversation by by saying, you know, uh, talking about infertility in, in the short and long term, right? Mental health issues uh, that come along with that, and just like I said at, at the top of the show here, right? Understand that a person who is experiencing, you know, um, fertility issues, they their emotions are range from depression, anger, anxiety. Uh, relationship problems, marital problems, sexual dysfunction, right? Social isolation, right? Identity, loss of identity, right? Sense of identity, 
feeling of defectiveness and incompetence, right? Put have a level of compassion that does not position, right, that person to justify or, or have to defend themselves for something that, that they ultimately have no control of. Be supportive, right? And the top thing that they had here, what you can do is just give them a hug, mm-hmm. right? Sometimes you, you, you don't have to say anything. Just hug them and listen, right? How, how powerful is that if they can just cry on your shoulder, right, to get that out, right? Because cause that, that's saying if you don't know what to say, all you need to do is just be in their presence. That's it. Sometimes they just want... They just want an ear, mm-hmm. not the advice. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they just want the ear. They just want to be listened to. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. That, then that is a journey, right? That, that um, you know, especially if they disclose that they're going through, you know, various treatment, right? You, you should be their cheerleader, right? Mm-hmm. You should be comforted them and, and, you know, asking if they need anything. You, you know what I'm saying? You, you know, hey, you know, I know you all been busy. Can, can, can I cook dinner for you? There's so many ways, right, mm-hmm. that you can show your support, right, instead of trying to predict. Facts. Mm-hmm. You, you know what I'm saying? You predict this. Oh, yeah, I'm pretty sure it happened this round. It's like, what? Really? Right, because now you got to come back around. You have to re-round, right? So when they come back and say it didn't happen, it's like, oh, okay, well, yeah. Okay, maybe next time. Yeah, girl, all you got to do is take one of his gray socks and his white socks and tie them together, put them in some bleach, and then tell them to put the socks on. And then... What? Exactly. That's what I'm talking about. Stupid. <laughs> That's pretty much what it boils down to. <laughs> <laughs> I, ready. I'm literally just trying to tell y'all. That's how crazy it sounds. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But, but again, like you asked earlier, do people know? When they are offending or uh, contributing, mm-hmm. right, to the mental distress, the emotional distress of a, of a woman or a couple going through infertility, sometimes they don't know. But also to that is they don't, tie, they don't take time to get to know, mm-hmm. right, how that poor person needs to be supported or if they're, if they're even supporting the person the right way. You, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and so, um, yeah, if you, if you don't know what to say and you're a prayer warrior, Mm-hmm. Right, send your prayers up, right to God, right. Yeah, you yeah. Have to give false sense of hope, right? To say just pray about it, right? Mm-hmm. No, if you want to pray for them, then pray for them, right? But but don't don't make it seem like they're not praying, right? Or they're not praying, quote unquote, hard enough, mm-hmm. right? With that, um, and you know those who are experiencing right fertility issues, um, that there are some some support, uh, that that helps you right cope through. Um, navigate, you know, emotional support through this. And then, of course, it's always, you know, counseling. But but a huge um, support are, are support groups, right, in the communities. A lot of hospitals uh, that focus on reproductive um, treatments offer support groups. So, so even if you may not, if you're a person who does not know how to respond, at least offer, right, to, to help them find right, the resources or support groups that they need, right, do, do that work at least to say, if I can't help you, let me see if I, I can find, and I have, now let me just say, I have a lot of family members and friends seeking counsel for their loved ones. Mm-hmm. Like, I was just calling because so-and-so, so-and-so are going through this, and do, do you, do you specialize in that, or do you have experience? Mm-hmm. 
So I feel like we're getting it, but but we're getting it for certain things. So if we can we can add this to you know to the list to the list, mm-hmm. right? To to know that infertility is is a devastating right emotional uh, uh, stress factor. Yes, that that would be amazing. I think if you it, it's adding that to the list, but then the problem is we're only the, the only people unfortunately you you have the 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 one who has the symptoms of infertility mm. but then there's nobody to deal with the people that they come in contact with yes, i agree those are the ones it's like you need <laughs> you know you need a counselor for the people right you can talk to her, him and her all day long but it's like the the idiots they have to the deal with right help. ain't nobody 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 is counseling the 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 yeah, yeah the village yeah, that right. is so true. Yeah, the that village, so the village is not getting instruction. Yeah, yeah. And maybe that's that's the awareness, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, take a look at your your family, right? Mm-hmm. Are you pressuring, mm. right, women, right? Are you are you uh um you know minimizing, right? Are you blaming, mm-hmm. right? Um, condemning, you know, when when those is because how. It's hard to share the news you get from a doctor. So many people with other ailments, right, don't share the reports that they get from a doctor because they don't want the comments, right? They don't want to hear True. questions and True. what you do and how long did you wait and now they're suffering in silence, mm-hmm. right? Because, you know, some of our families are structured to where we go right into you must have mm-hmm. done something or we're so uncomfortable, right, with, 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 with how we handle uh, news from doctors, which again, you know, a lot goes into um, the medical care that we. Yeah, I know we have a history there, but how I, I put this to all families, like how how comfortable are women, right, in your family disclosing that they have fertility issues without backlash, without condemning, without questions of your faith, without hey, you must have done something. How comfortable are you making for those women? Are you supportive? Mm-hmm. Are you interrogating? Mm. Right? Are you helping them find emotional support because you clearly now see they're depressed or, you know, that they're having a hard time, right, with, with the news? Are you even, do you even care? Mm-hmm. You know, do you even care, right, that they're struggling like that? Or is it, is it just as simple as you say, just, just keep doing what you're doing? It'll happen and you leave them out there to wonder, right? Did God forget about me? Hmm. Why am I left out? Right? Why my sisters and brothers? Right? Why my cousins? Mm-hmm. Right? Heck, why my older aunt? Right? What, what's, what's happening to me that, you know, I, I can't get what I see. And no, nobody cares enough about me. Nobody cares, you know, to check in on me to be, be that listening ear. Right. So so that is my challenge with this is when it comes to fertility issues, right, in our in your your family, in our culture, right, can we add this to the list of right ways or, or um issues, right, that need emotional support and not uh uh, uh interrogation, right? Not not assumption. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, that's what it is. Are you sensitive? Right? Can you be more empathetic? You know, uh, um, do do you have to know why, you know, your brother and his wife have mm-hmm. not had children? Mm-hmm. Why do you need to know that? 
nosy. Right. Do do you really understand the impact of that question? Right. Well, what's taking so long? <laughs> you know how devastating that question is to somebody mm-hmm. say, wow. Bro, what's wrong with you? <laughs> you know? They take that home. They end up taking that home. We don't know what's going on. Why are, you, why are you so worried about their closed doors and their, you know, why they're not having, you saying that. Yeah. And everything. Yeah. 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 Well, just like I said, feelings of inadequacy. Right. Will you even still look at me the same if I disclose to you, mm-hmm. right, that I can't have children? Will you treat me the same? Mm. Right. Will you treat my husband the same if, if you know, because that's the next question. Right. Well, have you gone to, you know, a fertility treatment? And what what's the first thing we go to the woman? Mm-hmm. Right. So mm-hmm. now now how do I tell you it's not me? Right. How do I tell you it's right, not me? Right. Because by doing that, you now expose the husband. Yes. Right. Yeah. So so that that's where this is. is let's be more conscious. Let's be more aware. Right. Let's understand. Right. That there are people, there are women, there are couples. Right. Who who have some have overcome and they just flat out tired. Mm-hmm. I'm having to answer your question. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You, you know, because you're 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 sort of like having them relive. Right. That that why, you know, I've, I've come through this already. And why do you care? Right, because now you're setting me back to that place. Yeah, yeah, very dramatic. Yeah, all right. So, so, so that's our kickoff, right, to, to this series about women's issues, talking about fertility, what, what, what to say and what not to say, how we could be a little bit more compassionate in our families, in our social circles, right? Uh, uh, ask yourself, you know, do you need to know, right, why a woman or a couple does not have children? What do you plan on doing with that information? Is it going to support them emotionally or are you just going to walk away and say, hey, you know, keep trying? Mm-hmm. Right. Let's let's be a more a little bit more sensitive and compassionate hey. in heart. <laughs> right. All right. Y'all next week, we're going we're going to keep diving into it. Right. Uh, keep going with it, and uh, we're gonna, we, we are going to get it right, right? <laughs> get it right in 2021 so that our communities can heal, right? It's all about healing and coping, managing through, right, these tough times, these, these devastating uh, moments. Because life is still happening, even in the midst of a pandemic. People are still getting bad news, right, Very that's true. unrelated to the pandemic. It's unrelated. Okay, so so that's where we are with this. All right, you all enjoy the rest of your evening. Um, coming up tomorrow, Praise Break Friday. Yes, woohoo! Um, in in in, there's an event. You know, I wanted to make sure. Can you can you give the details of these this, this Father's Day event? Huh? I was pointing at you. I'm trying to get to the, my computer oh, okay. the whole thing over here. Wow. Uh, <laughs> All men lifted. Okay. All men lifted. lifted June nineteenth at okay. four o'clock. Get your tickets now. Uh, it's all men lifted. It is a Juneteenth Father's Day weekend celebration. Okay. It's going to be at the Country Club Hills Theater on again. That's on Saturday, June nineteenth. Uh, doors open at three. Okay. Uh, it's going to be so amazing. So watch this. If you first of all, if you just want to come and be entertained, uh, there are. Uh, great tickets. There's still some VIP tickets left. The VIP tickets are $50 and the general admission are 30. 30. Oh, uh, snap, I need to get my ticket. 
Yeah. Yes, you do. General admission. Okay. Yeah. So the general I mean, You need to get a VIP ticket. Right. So you get a swag bag. <laughs> right. Okay. VIP and ticket, like some swag bag. Uh, you want the web, the link? Maybe you want to be a. Uh, if you want to do more than just come in and be entertained, okay. maybe you want to be a sponsor. There are different okay. levels of sponsorships. Part of the sponsorship comes with having your business logo applied to the major banner that's going to be hung, uh, that's going to be out there, having your business logo out there, having um, your company logo or your logo, your name. I don't care if you are uh, John John's tattoos or if you are Big Mama's apple pies, whatever they are. You, if, if whatever the company is, if you want to do that, if you are a vendor, if you are a vendor, if you got some great products, uh, as Tanya said, something about some whipped shea butter or chunky or whatever right. it is, right? Whatever smooth. kind of smooth, whatever it is, um, whatever it is that you have, feel free to go ahead and all you got to do is go to uh, unlimitedfaith.com. Okay. To purchase your ticket. Unlimitedfaithproductions.com. Thank you. Unlimited Faith Productions. Thank okay. you. That's why. Hey, hey. Unlimitedfaithproductions.com. And check us out there for your tickets and your vendor or sponsor information. It's going to be food trucks galore. Um, yes. Will there be uh, veggies? There will be a, there, I'm sure there'll be at least one vegan food truck in the Yay. mix. Okay. Yeah, it's going to be a vegan food truck. Might even be a seafood food truck out there. But we're going we're gonna to have a mixture, a plethora. Yeah, plethora okay. of, of food trucks out there. It's going to be a great, great time. So, look, your, your, your granddaddy, your daddy, your uncle, your father figure, <laughs> your baby daddy, no matter how many you got. Bring them to. Bring them to. Your boo thing on the side. Slide him a ticket. Do whatever. You know, do your best Porsche. Your Man. baby daddy. Right. And your fiance. There you go. You bring yourself. <laughs> there you go. Bring, do, it, do what you got to do. But come on out to this event. I promise it's going to be a great, 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 great time. The artist, Lanasia Tyson, is the headliner. Okay. Uh, then right. Lisa McClendon is opening up uh, the show. Then we got DJ Debo is our DJ uh, for the evening. And then DJ Coolout uh, is the host. Okay. Uh, is hosting the event. So, uh, but this is a Unlimited Faith and TTLO Media Group uh, production. We're all we're joining in and doing this joint uh, production. So it's going to be a great time. Again, the Country Club Hills Theater. Uh, that address is something, 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 183rd Street. I want to say no, 43 or 44, but it is on the page. Bless the Lord. Amen. Okay. All right. Somebody help me out there. I was struggling. Right. I got to handle the business. Thank you. Well, hey, you should, you know, shoot, I'm over here trying to get my computer back on because <laughs> it did its own thing right then. All right, y'all. Check out the page for that. I'm going to get on it myself because <laughs> I thought I was go up right here. Is that what you thought? <laughs> Watch out now. No, I thought it was like a test for a thought time. Oh, <laughs> yeah. You, now, you can go and get that, that Healthy Soul Talk uh, uh, sponsorship going, though. I am going to do that. <laughs> and, get your, and get Healthy Soul Talk put on the, on the, on the thing now. We would love you, boy. Man. You know that we will. You can get, that, you, that you can the, get the Vibranium package. The who? The Vibranium package. We'll show you the sponsor thing for you. Yeah, because you know, like, yeah, platinum and gold. Yes. We have a, a vibranium package. Okay. All yeah. right, y'all. Uh, yes, so let's support. Because um, you said it was gospel house music, right? It's going to be some of that, too. It's going to be some of that, too. Okay. Oh, yeah, we're going gonna to be. Inspirational gospel. Inspirational house gospel. House uh, house. Neo soul, all that. Right. It's okay. going to be a little bit of everything. Okay. All right. A little bit of everything. There we go. Like an egg roll. You Man, put everything in. Whatever. Look, all you can get. Like an egg roll, but it's like a cheeseburger egg roll. Oh, oh goodness. Yeah. Really? That's what we okay. Right. 
All righty then. All right, y'all. Have a good one. We'll see you. Uh, we'll see you next week. But tune in tomorrow and Monday. All mm-hmm. right. And then and, and, you know, thank you all for the support. All right.
about you, but I will rejoice and be glad in it. 